Coffee with the Case, episode two. Episode two. <laughs> episode two. We're live and in person. Yeah, we're trying something new. We've got yeah. we've got new coffee. So we've yeah. got right, new coffee. Here it is. New topics. Right off the bat. Okay, for the people that are listening, <laughs> oh, can okay. I say it's <laughs> Mrs. K is holding up a bag of coffee right now. Wait, wait, wait. Where did you get that bag of coffee, Mrs. Got, K? I got it from a, we got it from a student, one of our um, um, guitar students who's been with us for a while, who's so encouraging. Shout out to David. And shout thank out to David. Much. Thank hey, you, David. David. Thank you. David yes. gave us Peaberry, which is 100% Kona coffee from Greenwell Farms since 1850. And I've been hearing a lot about this Peaberry. That's been kind of the new thing. As Josh, coffee. give us the skinny on Peaberries. Mm. It smells really good. Well, essentially, it is a berry, so a lot of times the coffee beans, well, a lot of times, all the time, the coffee beans come from a fruit. You know, it's usually a cherry-type fruit, right? But this specific type of berry has two of the coffee seeds in it in one. So just, you know, two peas in a pod. Oh, that's so cute. You worked on that all day. I know. It's very yeah. good. It's definitely got a strong taste. Josh made us um, the French press, Ron French and I, press, have yes. it, and I'm yeah. using my, it's the wrong hand. but Boston it's, Mom. Yeah, Boston, Boston University Mom. Mom. There you yep, go. There you Shout go. out, Boston. Ooh. Hey, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday was yesterday. Hey, where did he go to school? Boston He University. did. He got his <laughs> Master's of Divinity at our You said doctorate. that so quiet. Yes, mm. very good. Well, Actually, yes. I think Boston University. Say it with pride, man. That's right. That's right. Go Terriers. Okay, never mind. Go Terriers. And one of my students at school, mm. they, they came to the car rider line and they had a Boston Terrier. Oh, the they did. So the I had to go up to the car and like... Well, the window is that a Boston Terrier? And they were like, so yes. funny. Go said, away, lady. Leave, said, Leave my kids alone. Said, my son is a Boston Terrier, and they were like, what? What? Said, he, got, he went to Boston. Yeah. So, so for for the people that have not been following this whole, uh, the whole time uh, here, yes, I got a master's degree in music education from Boston University. Yay! Yeah, will be official on the twenty fifth. Oh, this so, month? Yes. Right. This that's month. good. So that's it. So I have to wait until the 25th before I submit the paperwork so I can get paid more. There you go. <laughs> I was wondering about that. You yeah. Know, I, I told it. them I have, um, I'm thinking that I'm having, I have a problem. Because See that? I know. Right back to me. That was it. Because I've ordered oh, what all what are you of this doing? coffee and... Here's another Why did you one? bring the entire cabinet I told you. you should well, have and then I had some the I know. I'm just made get so, the bag we're drinking right now. I just thought it was funny. It was like, no, I You know we're not getting paid for this, right? It's okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Here comes the Grounds and Hounds commercial. I know, I do, right? I really <laughs> like Grounds and Hounds, and so I, I'm trying. I haven't had it yet, but I'll have to tell you. And Boyer's is my other new favorite. That's from Colorado. And I'm not drinking any of these right now, so None I really don't even know right what they now. taste like. But I would like them. I know. But yeah. we've tried twice to do this podcast, and we've had to have it a different day. Yes. So this is the coffee I was drinking the last two times, um, and I wanted to share this. You know that we are going to do more episodes. You are. I know, but I'm almost out. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this was a gift <laughs> it's from. It's not going to make uh, it till next no, week. No, it's not. I really <laughs> like it. That's why this was from um, Mr. Van. Shout out, Mr. Van. He's one of my colleagues. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Van. Mr. Van. Good man, Mr. Van. And he plays the saxophone, and. Um, so anyway, 
and a lot of other things as well. But this is from, this is Florida. This is from Gainesville. So this is like oh. a, Oh, know, like a local, like, local dish. Yeah, it's local. Yeah. Gainesville, fresh roasted, organic. And, and when I read it, it was really strange. Um, it said, tasting notes, dark chocolate. Now that's not strange. You get a lot of that in some of these. Yeah. Tea, mild smoke. It was right. a little strange. So it's a cigar and coffee and I was wondering about that. So, but when you taste it... That's to it, do with the roast. It must be a dark... Is it a dark roast? Yes. That's fine. Uh, but it really... It's really good. And it definitely doesn't have any kind of the sweet undertones. Like I was... You know, the orange juice I was drinking that one time. I didn't it wasn't like... orange juice. Nobody knows about orange well, juice. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, so anyway, I will put these back down. I just was... I was trying to have an amusing moment with my coffee habit yeah okay yes sorry i'm that trying works. not to make noise i'm yeah. doing it very gently because josh said not to crinkle the yeah, coffee yeah i know so, there okay so, but the, this is very good greenwell farms yes it's very yes. strong yeah, maybe it's 100%. the way you it is strong yeah, so, i'm wondering if you just if you just made a regular cup of coffee with that would, would it be as strong as this or because french press that's, that's well, like yeah, so strong French, coffee. French I mean, press tends oils. to get a little bit more of the oils in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it has a lot of flavor to like it. Well, and that's part of why I thought it would be good to do the French press for you guys. I just did a pour over, which, I mean, just the pour over is, is good. Is, um, it, is yeah. it strong like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Well, so this is this is what's called a full city roast. And according to David, it has twice as much caffeine because oh. of the pea berry thing. So... So we'll be up watching football tonight. Woohoo! Hey, hey, thanks, hey, David. Hey, there we go. Thanks, David. How's Perfect. that? That was my. Like, that was a great segue, segue. into uh, the next section. You know, the thing about a good oh, segue is you don't have to always announce that that was. A I segue. like announcing. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Okay, there we go. I know. I could go get my Cleveland paraphernalia. Oh, I know. I know. That's it. No, I wear, I wear my head over. So how about those Browns? How about those Browns? Oh, about those Browns? Oh. I mean, yeah. there's people that are Browns fans now coming out of the woodwork. Yes, yes. they are. Literally talked to a student this week, and he was like, I'm a Closet Browns fan, and he's like coming out of the closet now because he's... <laughs> 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 the, guy, the stranger we just walked into. Oh, yeah. Going, oh, <laughs> wow, so you're a Browns fan. Oh, well, I'm from Pittsburgh. And, and we all... <laughs> and it was like... Oh, yeah. I feel your pain. Oh, yeah. Didn't even need to say anything. That, yeah. was, that was beautiful. And what, what did he say? Well, it's your turn. That's it. And yeah, the they should have said, well, it's your turn. Yeah. That's right. It no, is our turn. Knew, it is our turn. It's been our turn for 60 years, man. It's no, awesome. but we really, we earned it this time. I yeah. mean, you know, it goes back to what I was saying. If you haven't watched episode one, you need to go back and watch go back. episode mm -hmm. one. But we talked season about season two, episode season one? two, episode one. Oh, oh I thought season one, episode one. That well, you know, yeah, two. you can go back to the original. <laughs> go back. You can do that too. They're off there, Spotify, Anchor, all that. But anyway. Um, you know, because we talked about how when you've been with, when you've been a part of the fan base, when you've been with the group for so long, how, you know, grinding through the bad times makes the good times all that more exciting, you yes. know? And the fact that we were with that losing season, that 0-16, yeah. you know, and we were still... Oh, 32. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was it. It was terrible. And so, all of the craziness that we went through in the drama, and you know, Ray Farmer getting uh, oh. getting fined by the NFL for texting the guys on the field yeah. during the game, and I oh. mean, it just we could just go <laughs> on embarrassing and on, oh. you know, geez. But here's something really interesting: was all the coaching staff got COVID, mm. so like it's like a pickup game. 
on a school line. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know. And they pulled it off. They pulled I, it I, off. I and they crushed yes. the Steelers, man. That was awesome. That was like, oh my God. That's so, so amazing. So it really, it made me think a lot about Stefanski, you know, Kevin Stefanski's the head coach, right? And the fact that he got COVID and he, in his press conferences, was extremely confident that, that they, was, yeah, that they, they were going to continue because yes. they had set up a system right. and they were going to follow the system. Yes. And he was like, they don't need me there because we set up the system. Right. And what mm-hmm. made, you know what it made me think of? I do. It, you know, I know I you know what it made me think of. That's it. But it made me think of how we prepare our students for performance yep. and you prepare them or the audition or, yep. or you know, the, the going off to college or whatever, and you prepare, and you set up the system, and you get them going, and then you know what? They, you don't need to be there the whole time. Right. Yeah. Because now you've set them you up. Hit play. They yes. That's it. And they go. And then when and then it, it is so rewarding. Like, I can imagine, like, some people are like, oh, man, he must be so disappointed that he sat there. And I'm, I'm sure it was a little bit of that. But no. I imagine he was over so, the moon in the yeah, fact that they, did, they did what he told they, them to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Those commentators were talking about him being quarantined in the basement. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's probably hearing his wife pounding yeah. on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all jumping up and down. That's it. That's it. Exactly. That's yeah. awesome, exactly. man. But, you know, that's very true because, you know, I COVID- shouldn't hit that so hard, should I? That's all right. It's okay, I already did it, so, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's that's okay. Why I just hold Hey, it lets everybody it. know that this is authentic. Okay? Yeah, it's, it's authentic. That's right. No, but it is. As a teacher, you do. You do a lot. You put so much in. You invest in your students. You really do. You you give a little bit of yourself, really, to every yeah, student. Absolutely. And, and, you, and a coach. It's the same as being a coach. And, you, you're, and then you, you have to let go because... When they're on the field, he can't be running out there on the field. No. How about that guy that just walks into the sub head coaching <laughs> job for the first time in his NFL career I know. I know. with uh, the Browns, I know. And, and and then That's they it. beat the Steelers. That's it. And, like, now, and he wants you know, to be what, a head coach. And like, well, he's yeah. It was like twenty-eight to nothing in the first quarter. Or oh yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah. That that uh um you know Alex Van Pelt was the offensive coordinator. Why am I blanking on his name? The special teams coach yes. was the one that they promoted today. Yeah, say, yes, Pfeiffer. yes, there you go. Well, that's the thing. It's, uh, that was good. Look at that. It's very good, very good. <laughs> uh, respect, absolutely. She got uh, an earpiece in I know, I know, right? It's, it's, <laughs> she got the Her guy, little Spanish. She's like in the booth. Yeah, that's it. But, uh, but, you know, that's the thing is, I mean, one heck of an audition for him as far yes. as, you know, head, wanting head to be a head coach. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was great. And, I mean, you got to hand it to him. And he did it. He did a good job. He did a good job. He went with it. You know, but that's, once again, I go back to it was they a testament prepared. to how Stefanski has set up. Really, him and Andrew Barry, the GM, they had, they had designed the organization well, to be able to do it. That are you thanking people? Am I thanking people? Because I put Pouncey on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you, Pouncey. Play one. Yes. Second one. Thank you so much. Shot that thing over, I don't know how tall it's Rockless. We call him Big Ben for God's sake. How do you miss that? And then when you get this, his hand, and it was like like another three three stories in the air. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're a Steelers fan, but you know, you shouldn't be here anyway. Come on. (laughs) He's running back there and he's like, I ain't going after that. (laughs) 
So Cleveland gets it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess we so lost that. That was like, my kind of play. I'll yeah, tell you. It that. was oh. this week. The, the Cleveland is all like they're probably. I hope the center does that again. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. The Chiefs. Well, the so Chiefs. so we are playing the Chiefs tomorrow. <sighs> Well, and if you're listening to this, we've already played the Chiefs. We've already so, played the Chiefs, and we yeah. won. We're either <laughs> running through the neighborhood with our shirts off, screaming and yelling, or, yes. you know. But, you know, even if, I was talking to a student about this yesterday. I mean, well, it's like everybody. It's been a whole week. Every, you know, because anybody who knows us is no, like, they know. bringing us up. So, yeah. you know, and just for the record, living here in Pensacola, Florida, it does seem like we're the only Cleveland Browns parents here. Like, well, we're not. Cause we're not. not. We know. We know we're not. We know we're not. But they've always been hiding. So. There's a Browns. Uh, there's a oh, Browns backer is. here. Yeah. They are. Well, and I looked them up on the internet. They, still, they have a website. Still meeting yep. in it. Okay. There you go. What's up? Anyway, the you know people talking about the Browns is so exciting and all this stuff. It's like, well, you know, they might not beat the Chiefs, and I'm like, you know, even if they lose. Yeah. I'm so proud. So it's one heck of a season. Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, and the progression that this team made, because you, we were not just like sunk in the mud. We were like six Very. feet down, know. you know, yeah. like it was yeah. just, there was so much. But on that same point, think about if they wouldn't have got rid of Schobert and Odell oh, Beckham wouldn't have got hurt. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know. I know. That Big team would have been unstoppable. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is like yeah. people have said, I don't like this this way of thinking, but some people have said that, you know, well, it's awfully coincidental that they got better after Odell left. And no. I'm like, no, no. It has nothing no. to do with that's that. The, well, it, but he was a motivator. He that's actually, the yes. thing. They actually picked him up to a higher level that's before he got exactly. hurt. Yes. And then I think that I really felt like after him getting hurt, see, because he was a mentor. Yes. yes. To the, especially to those other young receivers that were in that room. And so after he went down, that was motivation for them to yeah. be like, hey, like step it, step up. it yeah. up. And they did. Look at yeah. that Donovan Peoples-Jones and yeah. Higgins. And I mean, they stepped it you up. Know, Higgins did. got that one hiccup every game. I know. He always has to. It's, first yeah, pass. You it. almost know he's going to miss it. That's it. Could be like a five-yard thing or that's it. Well, ten yards. But once again, it's, it's going to go. That's, and they, ah, man. But then after that, and he's on. Everyone's on. He brings it together. Hooper is like the nerves. exact same way. Oh, Hooper yeah, is the exact same yeah. way. He has that one critical drop. It's like yeah. third down, and okay, we need this, and he drops it, and it's like we want to kill Hooper. Yes. And then he and then he'll come out and catch touchdowns, and he's running. And he really did well at this, yeah. this would, game. Would you like to know what the formula six. was for turning these guys around after like a major flub? Oh, one, man. one flub, and then they're like, that's it. I'm not ever doing that again. <laughs> that's game, it. You know? I know. And they, then they were great after that's that. It. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, one of the things that. Um, we were watching one of those shows. I don't know. Josh had it on mm. his million channel television. That, oh, yeah. And yeah, it talked about um, that that the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm like, we watch one channel. That's it. What would we do without me? I have to like get up and turn on the You know, the NFL channel and me TV. There you go. What else could be? That's it. But they talked about how that at the beginning of this whole progression that Stefanski's um his whole uh, idea his whole thing was that they they need to build relationships 
and that they need to grow together yeah. as yeah. friends. As we had to lose that mindset. That right. lose that mindset. That's but they it. had to get to know each other. They right. said if people are friends and they like each other, then they'll play together and they. they but like, they trust each other. And they I trust mean, that's each the other. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They almost had a bit of that. Um, you know, when when the not the last game because the last game was spectacular. Yeah. yeah. But if it goes against them. And yeah, and it, the momentum shifts. You know, it's a fumble or right. something. Or like it's a bad call. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. they just pout and go into yeah. this like yeah. mental funk, and it it gets it really bad. Yeah. yeah, and in yeah. years past, they would stay there right. until they lost the game. Right, but they're learning how to overcome that. Right, which is what I see happening. Right. they get that funk. You see it. I even tell you when it's yeah, happening. Yeah, man, there they go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then they pull it out. They, well, and they then pull what themselves we saw up by their bootstraps. In that, that game you were talking about, I don't remember, it was a couple games ago. Um, actually, they were playing the Titans, I think, and they were, the momentum kept shifting back and forth. Oh, yeah. And then you see Baker on the sideline. Yeah, picking him yeah. up, come on, walking up oh, and yeah, down yeah, yeah. and trying. Well, and he's so, really stepped in to yeah, become a Yeah, I love it. And I Baker, if you're watching this, Baker. don't you dare grab your damn pads, okay? Yeah, come on, you man. look weak, man. That's yeah. it. That's Even though he grabs himself like this, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, but man, yeah, he's down. does that. He does yeah. his little shimmy. That's a different thing. This is like the surrender right here. When he goes like this, it's like that's the game is over. It's a lot of quarterbacks. Whenever they start... You know, the weight of those pads is too much to bear. That's it. That's oh, it. No. Weighing down yeah. like that is like, like a no. horse collar. Come on, man. man. That's it. A but yeah, stop. I think that, you know, you see what, what I'm, I'm seeing out of Baker is that he's having fun playing the game. Just like we like watching Aaron Rodgers because he looks like he's having fun. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I know go. it's a job and it's a business and that's, you know, I'm, they're, they're probably really sore the next day, I'm sure. But <laughs> but Baker looks like he's enjoying himself. and. Yeah. And he's out there with his buddies, like picking yeah. up a yeah. you know well, a neighborhood yeah. game, it. Exactly. and and exactly. it really that whole mentality is is so pervasive in any kind of education. Well, we setting. talk about that as as being teachers. Yes. That, you know, sometimes you know, first of all, in order to be effective as a teacher, it has to be a level of trust. You have yes. to be able to trust your teacher yep. that they're going to lead you to the right direction. You know, and then the teacher has to earn that trust as well. But when you develop that relationship. So it makes it flow so much better. It does. Whether it's a relationship with a class or if it's the one-on-one -on -one instruction like, you know, what we do here. Here. You know? Yes, right? Actually it's, here. Yeah. We are, we are here place. at Ron K's On location. Yes. On location. location. That's yes. right. But, you know, that's the thing is that's one of the, one of the reasons. And it, and it is. I think sometimes that can be hard just because it, it does become really personal. It does. You know, it as does. as teachers, we develop these personal relationships mm -hmm. with our students, you know, but that is why it's so effective. You know, the instruction can yes. be effective, you know, because... And it's, but it's, oh, I forgot to silence my phone. Oh, sorry. silence your sorry. phone. Sorry, guys. That's, uh, what, five grand fine? I'm yes, sorry. Yes, that's what it is. That's what it <laughs> sorry, is. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> But you know, we did develop those relationships and I had a student um, text me just yesterday. Shout out to Layla if you're watching. I told her to watch Hi. our podcast. Hey Layla. Layla. That yeah. um she, you know, just checking in and I taught her for ever since she was in third grade. So she was oh, like wow. eight grade. or nine okay. up until she went off to college. And yeah, and um cool. I'm not even sure now. It's been a couple of years of college. So yeah. it's really that it's just cool. That's so neat because you do develop those relationships. And she said that it felt funny that music 
it, when music is not a part of her life, it doesn't feel right. See, so, yes. And yes. So That's she's, what I mean, want. she's That's playing. Awesome. She's back to playing. Yeah. And she bought a guitar, yeah. so now she might be coming for guitar lessons. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it was really an interesting thing. When, when music's not a part of my life, it doesn't feel right. Because it is. It's a great part of your life. I told her, yeah, it's a stress reliever and it's... It's a way of communicating, yeah, and um, and just feeling those emotions through music, and you know. But somebody, this week was weird because I got asked at least three times this week by different kids. And for those of you listening, we're both public. Me and my mom here are both public school teachers as well. But I got taught. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have to give it to you. Be your own boss, right? Uh, man, see, now you just took the wind out of everything I, I was about to say. We love it. <laughs> just depressed now. He just can't because he knows we Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, but I got asked at least three times by different kids, why do you teach music? Why do you, why do you like music so much? And I thought it was so funny because I don't usually get asked that question. I got asked at least three times this week. All in one week? Yes. And and I I mean, I thought it was cool because yeah, kids are always thinking. But it makes you think. You're right. Why do I teach music? Well, that was it. Like sometimes it's it was like like one the first time I got asked, it was literally like we were dismissing. And it was like, I don't have time to sit here and write you a thesis. Like, what do you want? I like music. Get out of here. (laughs) I'm going to go home, okay? I say things like, well, because like, that was the only thing I was ever good at. Or I'll say, because I can only count to four. And then they just move on. They're like, what? In in your situation, you know, you barely had a chance. No. (laughs) You were in in the in the cradle in the next yeah, room. right. And I was right. playing the drums out here. I know, know, I know. Well, that's the thing is, it's like, I've known it my entire life. And to be fair, and I, I am saying this candidly, okay? I was never pressured into becoming no. a music teacher. As a matter of fact, there was I was encouraged to explore any other options. All the other options. You were going to be well, an astronaut. And I was. I was an astronaut and then like, well, well Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah. Aerospace engineer. Architect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went, I went around and around and I went and looked into all of those things. And they, you know, ultimately that was it. It was teaching was where it was at. I enjoyed the teaching. I remember realizing at some point, I remember saying, even if I don't major in music, I'm going to be teaching. Yes. I remember telling you that. Yeah. Like, that was, like, I got it. It was like, okay, But I'm it's teaching, good to, you know? to really, I think it was good for you to kind of investigate those other options. Well, absolutely. Be, yeah, because then, because I was, I always wanted to be a teacher, always. And I'd set up my little teddy bears and my Barbie dolls, and we'd have school, and I would, you know, do <laughs> stuff, and I was always going to be a teacher. But then when I became, like, a teenager... I had to really start thinking about it. My parents were like, you're going to be a music teacher. And I said, oh, no, I'm not. Doggone it. You cannot make me. You rebel. I absolutely rebelled. Oh, that's funny. I know. So I looked into music therapy, and I oh. I couldn't. There was no way. I mean, I, I thought at that time, mm-hmm. you know, 100 years ago, oh, yeah. we... You, you had to really promote yourself. It wasn't well, It's common. way more prevalent now. It's way now. more prevalent yeah. now. Whereas mm-hmm. back then they said, well, you have to be a salesman and you have to be able to promote what you do. Yeah. And, and that's the only way you're going to have a job and make money. So I thought, well, I can't do that. Plus, like, blood and stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So then I decided to go into music management and that's what, why I went to James Madison because they actually had a degree in music management. Other schools you had to get like a music degree with a business minor right. and stuff. Right. So I thought, well, this is gonna be perfect. And so after about six weeks, I changed my major to music education. I didn't even make it the first semester. Yeah. So my parents were right. My parents were right. Okay, <laughs> they were right. The subtle influence right. of yes. being Grammy. No, they wanted all of us to be teachers because they yeah, both they wanted to be teachers, yeah. and they were not able to go to college and become teachers. So, um, you well, know. I think you see that in people, though. Yes, like you, you see some. Sometimes you see some people, and it's just like there's there's a natural inclination to. I've got this information. I want to share it with you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what we talk about all the time. Teachers are are born, not made. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. new teachers. Yeah, I totally. It's, a, it's an in, innate ability. Yeah. yeah, to translate information. Well, I just I think it's hilarious how um, I remember talking to a, a, a parent at your school one time, and um, he was he said I think I was like fifteen at the time. And he says, so you're going to, you know, you're looking at going to college, you're going to be a, a teacher like your parents? I said, no. <laughs> no <laughs> not, way. He's not a teacher like his parents. Yeah, he's well, a teacher right. like that himself. That is true. <laughs> it is true. Yes. But that was it. Is he, he, he said, he was like, why not? Why not? You could, you would be great teaching at school like this. I said, I don't have the patience. You know, oh. That was, I know, right? Right? Where did you learn that? I know. I know. <laughs> And it was so funny because he said, oh, man, he said, you'll learn. He said, it's like having kids, you know, like the first kid comes along and they, they spill something. You're like, oh, my God, you spell it. And he's like, by the third kid, you're like, okay, clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you'll learn how to have And so, you know, even all the way through my college degree, the idea was band director. That's, really? Yes. Don't you remember? No. Yes. See, <laughs> I don't. I, know. I was there too. I don't remember. No, because that was the whole thing when I when I got to choose where I was going to student so teach. Well, when I got saying? to choose where I was going to teach, I didn't choose elementary. No. no. I want. I chose both high school and middle school yeah. band because that was the idea. I'm going to yeah, be a band I director. That, yeah. yeah, but that be the band really, or that, chorus. That didn't really work out there. No, it did for you now, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> well, and here we are, like what nine years later? Almost man, ten years later. I wish my elementary school music teacher was as cool as you. <laughs> or me. Yeah, you, but... <laughs> All right. He, he revolutionized what it is to be a, a great school music teacher. I mean, he, he brings in the history of you know, all this different genres and stuff, yeah. and it gets these kids educated to a whole world full of information yeah. and things that they would never in the course of a normal education run across. Unless they, you know, got nuts on a computer one day and just searched it all and ran it <laughs> right. all down. But, right. you know, uh, you, you know, you talk about all the, all the, um, you know, the black artists and yeah. what they had to go through. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a big uh, deal to me. That was, yeah. And, you know, that that's close to your heart. Absolutely. You know, the, the struggle uh, for yeah. musicians to be respected and heard. Right. Well, and then, you know, yeah, see, you're going to have, you're going to get me going because, that you know, it's. It, it's so important to understand that all American music, all of the music you listen to today, all the music that you like, you know, American music and really worldwide, heavily influenced 
by the spirituals that oh, were yes. sung by the yeah. slaves. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. and to neglect that or deny that is... Uh, that's, that's the powerful crime. influence. Yeah. And, and like I was listening to a blues song the other day and it was, uh, you know, it was different. And I was trying to put my finger on what made that so infectious to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Because it, it was powerful. It, right. It wasn't just, hey, that's a great groove you got going. Mm-hmm. Man, it was like, Oh, yeah, yeah it gets I'm, in. I'm in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it was that element of of that spiritual aspect of of uh, the born out of suffering? Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and, yeah. And what you do with minor keys and stuff, you know, oh, and yeah. that stuff come out in the music, speak through the music, you know. That's mm-hmm. it. But yeah, it grabbed me, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, that's that's so rich. Absolutely. Know? Well, and and it's something that it's it's a it's a basic human expression. You know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we all understand happiness, you know? But we all understand suffering. We all understand yes. pain. You know, it's a, you go through this life, you're going to experience that. And it's, and it's part of what, whether we like to admit it or not, those painful experiences are part of what shape our character. Oh, absolutely. It's shape yeah. who we become as mm-hmm. people. Well, and it's what makes us human. It's yes. what makes you know, us human. Human suffering. And yeah. it that's does, a, that's it a universal... Even, yeah, connects uh, thing. us. Yeah, yes. everybody connects. suffers yes. one way or another. Yes. And and that, just think about that. How many things does the whole human race have in common? Right. I mean, we breathe air or something like that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know, something like that, that we, we all suffer. And then you're going to take something that builds upon that foundation, right. which is a, apparently a bad thing to most people to suffer. Oh, yeah. right. And then take that and turn it into a good thing. Exactly. You know, and... and that's you know that's the power of music absolutely absolutely and that's what you know these these slaves that were singing these songs that were singing these spirituals and these workshop songs and these shouts um that's what they were doing is they they were expressing uh themselves on what they were the oppression that they were feeling yeah that they couldn't express out loud with words right where they were they were expressing it through the music, through yes. the moans, through the groans, you know. But also, but, there was also hope in, in a lot of those songs. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it wasn't all part all, of the package. Yeah. You know? exactly. exactly. Because that's yeah. what gets I mean, us through suffering, is right. hope that there's something on the other side. If you're yeah. suffering, there has to be hope. Yes. Right? Or else you're just going to die. Yeah. You know, and wither up and die. Yep. So, and most people, even if they were mad enough to do that, wouldn't do it because... There's still hope. There is that's still it. hope. That's yes. it. So it's like a flame is. eternal that's still in there somehow. That's it. You know? Yes. And so just to, to imagine, you know, to me just how much, you know, music would, would be different if we didn't have that, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and that's, hard you know. To imagine exactly. That. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't escape that. You can't right. escape that influence, you know. So... I mean, talk about bringing down the race barriers right there. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean we could use a lot of that now. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. There, it's, it's like uh, soul music. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of born out of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Same yeah. root, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, it has those elements of what makes us relate to each other as yeah. human beings, right. you know. Right. And, and then when you hear that and you're singing that and you're feeling that it's it's a it's a binding force man you absolutely unless you're an idiot and you're racist (laughs) yeah well you know some people are just some some people will up here right but i mean even even that you know i never understood like so we were just martin luther king you know day you know here coming up and so this whole week you know doing stuff with the kids 
you know, Poppy talking to me about how he went to see Aretha Franklin and the audience was segregated. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sitting there the going... Time. That was the times that he... I know. And I sit there and go, you got to be kidding me. I know. How they missed yeah. everything. Yeah. With like, that kind of stuff. I mean, they, you know... And see, that's the thing. It's like, I will sit here and appreciate this woman and what she's doing and yeah. her music and how it's speaking to me and it's moving me. and it, and, But... But can't sit next to somebody who looks like her. Yeah. You gotta That's be crazy. kidding me. It's a weird thing. I don't understand that. But hopefully, when he experienced that concert, that he wasn't the only one that thought that was weird. Well, I'm and sure. Because that yeah. was, you know, but yeah. hopefully, I mean. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But that's, you know, these are the kind of things, like, I feel like it's so important to talk about with, with well, these Well, because our kids, don't, they just don't realize, because we were yeah. able to share, because Poppy experienced stuff in his generation that he shared with all of us, mm -hmm. and, and we were able to really share those experiences. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You're a crazy white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, and now we're back. So, we're back. How about that? Well, we kind of went. We, we, went, we went all over. We went all over. That was yeah. good, though. We good. always kind of sit down and get like an idea, like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And it's kind of like a loose framework and yeah. then we just kind of go with it. And so, you know. We were gonna we were gonna discuss some other things, but I mean that, that this was, was good. this was, was a good, good one. Yeah, that well, was. Well, and I remember when you first started teaching uh, elementary school, the first open house I think that you had. Yeah. I went a couple of them. I went to to help out, and I went and um, these parents just wanted to meet you because yeah. they were so excited. They were telling me. You know, where's Mr. K? My my son says they're learning about Stevie Wonder. Yeah, they were so excited. Yeah, well, they, yeah. yeah. that was not my experience. Right, well, and and they were know, really excited it, about. It was the things. masters or nobody. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, here's music. Yeah, you know, between these two little things here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really like this. Yeah. Or right, just perpetual. Right. But you know that's all they valued, and I so know. you should only value that little, exactly. and then you know ram it down your throat until exactly. you do. And that exactly. that was the approach for music education. When I Long time it. still is for some people. It is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. and I, it is it ridiculous. Is. And that's well, what I'm saying. When he he was different when right. he when he went into his job and he started, and he's like, "Oh, you kidding me? I get to teach what I want to teach? Oh my God!" You know, and he's like, "They're gonna really get education." We do you know? have standards and we do have a curriculum. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> not totally on the loose, but that's it, that's but it. no, you you expanded the horizon yeah. of what these kids could be exposed to because a lot of them, man, you know, they could probably tell you they heard of, uh, uh, I don't know, Elvis Presley, right. Or Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. But you know, name any guys that were funky or or blues artists, and right. You know, it's like, what? Who's that? Yeah. Well, just the style. Wonder. It's like what? But just the style. When I say the word funk, they don't know what that means. Sometimes, you know, and it's like, oh, come on, we got to change that. We got to change that. Yeah. like the experience we had with Funk Brothers. Oh yeah. Know some of those guys and well, and I think and, that uh, hear them casually talk about their experiences and oh, share with us. Big time. What a, was, what a rich was, education that was. Big man. time. Big awesome. time. You know, talking to Pistol Allen about yeah. what it's like to play the drums for yeah. them, and, and geez, he didn't just play for them; he he played for a slew of people. Oh yeah. 
And and you know that that was uh, the kind of thing that you you passed that on to Absolutely. another generation. You know, that Absolutely. you had that rare opportunity, great opportunity to you know meet Bob Babbitt. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, watch yeah. Bob play the bass and meet with him on <laughs> a break and talk to uh, him and hang out with him. Yeah, and, several times. Yeah. Several times. Yeah, yeah, that that was it. We were <laughs> we were like regular Bob Babbitt fans. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, so the Funk Brothers. We're a group of musicians who played on all of the Motown hit records from the beginning of Motown to like at least the 70s, right? Yeah, or, they survived so, the move to California. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So yeah. all of those hit records, they the that band themselves that played on all of those hit records, they had more hits than the Beach Boys, the Beatles, and Elvis Presley combined. That's yeah. pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And that was it was and all nobody knows who they were. Yeah. They didn't even know who the funk they brothers were. They didn't know who they were. So Standing in the Shadows of Motown is right. a video they made about that experience. You gotta watch that. You will be so blown away. And it, it's funny, it's entertaining, uh, and it's got some awesome talent and Bootsy Collins is in it, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bootsy's awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Great great music and uh, you know, just so important to hear the story and hear how how this band got put together and what they did mm -hmm. and how they came together and you know, once again, talking about bringing down those race barriers. Because, yeah. I mean, it was... Well, yeah, uh, Detroit was burning, man. Yeah. They were in the studio They were, they were in the studio making music yeah. when that was going on. I know. I know. It was just crazy stuff. Very cool. Yeah, so Standing in the Shadows of Motown, great yeah. documentary. All of you should watch look it. it up right now. Yeah. Watch it. You will thoroughly be enjoyed, and, and you get a lot of education, you know, into yeah. how, that, how those records were being made. And it's eye-opener when you realize... Just how many records they're on. Absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we talking to Pistol, and he's talking about, well, you know, uh, Uriel and I got two different uh, signature licks. That's it. We're That's like, it. what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's it. Yeah, you can always tell who's playing on e on each one because you hear that fill at the very beginning. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. pistols. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave. That's it. That's it. You can always tell. All right, that's pistol on the drums. Yep. He's got that. He's got that signature riff there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, and you know, James Jamerson. I mean, uh, you'd be hard pressed to name a more iconic bass player. You know, especially yeah. with the the grooves that he came up. You know, one of my favorite songs of all time. What's going on? I mean, you listen to that bass groove. That song would not be yeah. the same without that's that. That's one of those ones that grabs you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. grabs your heart, man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But you know, that's something I was um, thinking about this week because uh, we were listening to some music just drive, taking a drive, and a song came on, and I I don't know why I happened to think. Well, how's Ron listening to this different than me? <laughs> and I thought, for me, as a singer, I'm I'm mostly listening from the top down. I hear the melody, yeah. and then I hear the harmony, and maybe a second harmony, and then I might hear the guitar, and then the <laughs> you know where this is going, right? Point. And he's right. listening to it from the bottom up, right? <laughs> it's complete opposite. Right? <laughs> but you know, it was just an interesting part, the yeah, drums yeah, and yeah. bass. So I thought, so I kind of changed you know, how I was focusing on it. And I thought, 
wow, the drums are really good. It was a Phil Collins song. About how at the time we were listening to Tower of Power, yeah. and you got to hear Rocco Prussia and really listen to his playing. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. You became an instant Rocco yeah, fan. Yeah. Well, because it sounds like two people. You think, really, one person I, can't play that. You know, I mean, I words mean, can't describe right. that guy's talent, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rocco, yeah. yeah. But, you and, know, I was able to kind of translate that into one of my lessons this week. And I, I, I have a student that is really afraid to sing harmony. I mean, she she has tried singing harmony. She's private students? Yes, a yeah. private student. She always fails, according to her, when she tries to sing harmony. She's like, I just can't do it. I, I always go back. And I told her, well, you, you got to flip it around. Start listening to things yeah. from the bottom up. You know, don't yeah. just listen to the melody. But see, this is what taking music, music lessons does for you yes. is you first really begin to listen to music. Yeah. Because you can be a casual listener all your life and miss Absolutely. all this so stuff much. going on. Yep. You know, incredible, talented yep. people laying out the greatest, coolest stuff. Yep. And it'll just be like, yeah, you know, that's yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's what happens. Well, you start taking lessons, all of a sudden you start listening for your particular instrument. That's right. And you go, oh, wait Whoa. a minute, you know. That's well, right. and now what I love is that you'll hear the bassoon, and you'll go, yes. there's oh, a bassoon! The bassoon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been infected. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so those of you who don't know, that's I it. minored in bassoon, so there you there, I did. That's I, it, that's it. But, um, but cool. no, it is it is really cool because you hear, I remember, and I so she was asking me about learning harmony, and I said, well, you know, when my son, you know, started was singing, and then I wanted him to do harmony with me. I wasn't very patient, <laughs> but my biggest thing was I told him to listen to harmony and listen and sing, you know, when yeah. you're in the car or whatever, yeah. sing. And sing especially harmony. like the Eagles, there's like five-part harmony on some right. of that stuff. Pick one of those lines and try to go with it and stay with it. And, and you know, I still like to do that. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's just almost like, you know, a game. Yeah. You, know, you pick a part, and then you try to just follow yeah, that part. grew up doing that. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Is you, you know, but, I mean, that doesn't mean that nobody else can do that. No, I mean, no, not just, at all. It's just you were it, a little bit more At a young age, that's yeah, all. Yeah, because you started at a younger so, age. But yeah. you just have to change how you listen to a song. Take the same song and just listen to just the drums and really focus on that. Or yeah. just listen to the bass, or just you know, because mm -hmm. when I started playing bassoon, it kind of it flipped it for me, because all of a sudden I was hearing the bass line a little bit more. Right. Although the bassoon doesn't always, a lot of times it does, it plays that in between parts. Yeah, it's, it's like counter melody. Yeah. yeah, but it you know still, I think it's a really neat thing to think about, and it, it really opens up how you hear yeah. music, and it makes it's you appreciate it more. Peter and the Wolf. There you, you go. Know, and okay, listen to that song and, and really give it a good, strong listen to what's going on and what instruments are being played. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> it cool. is a good example. It's cool. So that, that's kind of not what we where we were going. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Really right. just, this is coffee with the case. Coffee. Yeah, this coffee. is what it's like, coffee. people. I know. This is what it's like. You come over and have a cup of coffee with us. There this you is go. exactly you never what you know see. You never, never know. know. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. exactly it. Well, that sounds like a good place for us to wrap it up. So thank you all for joining us for Coffee with the Case. <laughs> we would love to hear from you because yes. you guys give us ideas. You know, our students too, you know, throughout the week. But different, you know, whoever's listening to this and watching us, you guys give us ideas for things that you would like to hear us discuss. 
uh, that'd be great. So be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Um, you can check us out at Ron K's Music Instruction. It is musiclessonspensacola.com. At uh, Ron K's Music Instruction on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well. The intro music, intro and outro music for this podcast comes off the album K-Struction by Ron K. So be sure you check that out everywhere you get streaming. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. And go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> <laughs>